graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Well, I guess what I learned this week is that if someone tells you that you're beautiful and that they love you, chances are they're just trying to brainwash you into being happy. Don't let them. Well, I guess what I learned is if you're going to reach for a star, reach for the lowest one you can. I've learned you can do anything you want as long as you put your mind to it. But I've also learned that reading is bad. If I hadn't learned how to read, none of these people, none of these people in the bus would have been hurt. So don't read or write. It's deadly. I guess what I learned most of all was that you should always take responsibility for your actions. Unless you don't have to. Well, I guess what I learned this week is that you can be rich in friends or family or love. But the only thing that matters is being rich in money. Before I came here, I thought Indian culture had to do with ethnic pride, respect for nature, and fighting for the return of rightful lands. But I now know that being an Indian is about scalping, drinking, and gambling. What I have learned is that the sexier you are, the more freedom you deserve. I guess what I learned this week is that only losers do drugs, unless it helps you win. And in that case, only winners do drugs. I guess what I learned this week is that violence really isn't the only way to resolve a conflict, but it's the only way to win it. Never encourage the handicap. It'll only get them hurt. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello, and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And uh, long-term listeners of the show, people that follow us on Facebook will know, uh, of course, it's been about a month, a little less than a month since our last episode, uh, but it's because I have had a death in the family, I guess would be the closest way to put it. Um, You know, uh, doing this episode, it's going to be a little weird because, you know, usually uh, I'm always being silly or angry or, uh, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I do have stuff in the notes. I mean, there is a lot of stuff to cover from the past month. Uh, but I guess we're going to start off a little serious. If that, you know, if, if you guys would oblige me for that, for the long-term fans, and I'm pretty sure. And I'm really surprised, Paul, that I haven't gotten an Oscar letter. Um, you know, since since the, the death in the family. it's it's yeah. It's been about two to three weeks. And, uh, like, I know Oscar... Now that you said something, you're going to get an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, letter. I mean, I know Oscar likes to uh, to kick me. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's if he's if he's doing the classy thing and not kicking me when I'm down, or or whatever you know. But you know, usually Oscar and uh, you know for uh, for people listening to the show, and I'm pretty sure you know for for any new listeners or people like who didn't realize I had a podcast and this is the first episode that they're they're checking out. Um, you know, the person who passed away was Layla, my daughter's mother. And, you know, for years and years and years, and it's going to be weird, like, for people that have known, you know, for the, for the, for the length of this podcast, um, you know, for years and years and years, we bashed each other. Uh, we had a very antagonistic, 
uh, animosity-filled relationship, uh, as, you know, most, you know, people that, and I hate to, uh, I'm going to use the words, but I don't exactly like the words, but you know, when you have a baby mama and baby daddy uh, situation, um, you know, that's sort of the, that's the stereotype, <laughs> you know, like, uh, that you know, they hate each other. And we have, you know, neither one of us are angels uh, uh, on this situation, you know, when it came to the stuff that happened between us. Um, I've never had such, <laughs> I've never had such a relationship with any woman in my life uh, as I did with Layla. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, we, we had, you know, uh, we both spent the night in jail because of each other. Uh, you know, we both, we both have went to court <laughs> because of each other. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I've had, I'm drinking water right now. <laughs> I, you know, slashed tires, uh, broken windows, broken laptops, broken PlayStation. Uh, you know, uh, black eyes. Uh, you know, cuts, bumps, bruises, abrasions, um, all types of shit. And it's sort of uh, right towards the end. And I won't go into the details of her, of her passing because that's really none of anybody's business. And I know a lot of people. You know, that, that's like the first question. Like when I when I kind of put stuff like that, people are like, "What happened?" And it kind of puts me in this weird position because it's really none of their business. And and I understand that people are curious. And you know, and she did she did have a long term. I mean, you know, people who've been listening to the show for years. You know, she had had um, long term, and I mean years. I mean even before I even I met her, and I I'm, I've known her for the past fourteen years. You know, she has had a long standing uh, battle with addiction. And, uh, you know, and, and yes, that was involved with her passing. And so, you know, it, it, and, you know, and it's really, it's really weird because like, you know, the last few weeks before she passed, you know, things between her and I, you know, it's, it was so weird. Like every year we would always have, it was always, it was always kind of funny right around my birthday, right around June or the beginning of the summer, her and I would always kind of have like this weird ceasefire <laughs> where, you know, we'd get along and it would be like uh, the olden days or, you know, I mean, even when we were together, I mean, there was fucking issues. But, you know, we'd be a lot more friendly towards each other. And then as the summer went on, you know, then we'd start, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> bumping, bumping heads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's because, you know, there were, there were things that she didn't agree with. And, you know, and like I said, look, I, I'm not fucking pointing any fingers because I'm no angel either. And I'm the first to admit that. And uh, and it just it just seems really you know, I, I had lost my friend Jimmy back in uh, 2007, and it's so weird that like someone now, and you know, and at least like Jimmy, uh, you know, I mean, Layla had his struggles, but like my, my friend Jimmy, like he had brain cancer, and you know, he had a brain tumor that came back. You know, they they operated on it once, they operated on a second time, and then they basically told him we don't operate a third time. So like when it came to Jimmy, like we kind of knew that you know. Uh, you know, barring a miracle that he was going to pass, you know, uh, Jimmy died like three days after my birthday. So it's sort of weird. We kind of passed. I mean, not if you want to call it an anniversary, but the anniversary of his death, you know, and I remember like on my birthday, the year he passed and Jimmy was the guy, the guy that like introduced me to all kinds of nerdy shit. And I had, I had said, man, you know, for my birthday, I want to go to fucking medieval times. Um, and I said, dude, I'll pay for your ticket and everything. Just fucking let's, let's go to medieval times. And, uh, cause there was one in Jersey and I was living in New York at the time. And, uh, like he was, he was that sick and you could tell he was sick for him to say no to fucking going to medieval times. And, and this thing with Layla, you know, it was sort of like, I guess, you know, I've always had it in the back of my head that like shit can pop off at any minute, you know, something bad can happen 
to her at any minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- even like her friends had said that they were expecting it to be like a like a DUI, like a like a car crash sort of deal. Because you know when 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 you know when there was substance abuse, you know she was very uh, you know you couldn't tell her no, you can't drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and she was very hard headed about that. And uh, you know, a lot even like I said, even her friends thought you know oh, we thought if you were going to go, it was going to be you know was, you know you drove your car off the road, you know hit a tree or you know went through a red light or something like that. And uh, you know, it, it is kind of you know it is a shock. You know, because she was slow, she was slowly getting her life together. I mean, things, I mean, look, okay, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I mean, yes, things were kind of spiraling out towards the end. Let's keep it real. But she was also working, she was doing DoorDash, and so she was kind of working. And for someone, and like I said, look, I've known the girl 14 years. I've never known her to hold down a job more than like a month, you know. And she used to work in, she, she worked in Taco Bell, and, you know, she's done a couple odds and ends here and there. But, you know, she was, working where she was kind of you know she was bringing in money and and and, you know there's that you know for some you know some people just don't fucking work but you know when when you're bringing home your own money and you're and you're kind of taking care of their bills with the money that you're making there's you know for someone who like hadn't done it ever you know there's a sense of pride that comes with that and uh you know so she was i don't know you know like i said things were kind of spiraling in one direction but she was kind of trying to get her life in order and so, you know, like I said, this is obviously all of a sudden. And now, boom, you know, uh, I made a post about, you know, now I'm a single dad. And and, yep. and even though I kind of like, in the back of my mind, I always kind of was anticipating this day. You know, I was like, you know, because I was always worried that, you know, something something was going to catch up to her. You know, and, and, you know, whether, it, you know, I you know I thought it would be maybe, you know, other than a car, you know, like, you know, fucking kidneys fail or something like that. You know, I thought, you know, something, you know, like, you know. Uh, part of her body would, you know, she did something with her lungs or her heart or something, you know, where something biologically would fail. And, and you know, and, you know, the, uh, the good thing about her passing, to the best of my knowledge, is that, you know, she didn't go, she didn't die painfully. It wasn't like she wasted away or anything like that. You know, there was always kind of, you know, there's always that kind of worry of you catching something. Um, so at least, like, she didn't suffer her last days. You know, she, you know, other than the, the, you know, just the suffering from addiction, but, you know, it, it wasn't like there was this long drawn out, uh, thing that, uh, can, you know, that, that can, you know, it wasn't this long drawn out, uh, suffering. Um, now, years and years and years ago, I think in between hosts before, before you came on, Paul, I had did an episode with her and it's called Broken Ankle. And then, like, I remember Oscar, even back in those days, like, wrote, and he fucking, <laughs> Oscar fucking hated her. And she was, you know, I think she was fucking, you know, she was, she was high and during the recording of that episode. So she was, she was, she was a little fucking goofy. And, uh, but I mean, you know, I, at least I, I could say before, you know, she passed that I, I did at least one episode with, with, with I her. Think- I, th- I think we uh, we put the rule in a long time ago. Don't bring girlfriends yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the episode was called Broken Ankle because she had told the story about how when she was like, you know, she was a teenager, she was playing like softball and she she slid into one of the bases and fucking like broke her ankle while she was sliding. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure that episode's out on 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 YouTube. So you know, it is a little. She is a little giggly and goofy during the episode, but. Uh, you know, and, and, and also just keep in mind that like she didn't want to record an episode with me, but I was like in between hosts and I was like, 
fucking record with me, goddammit. So, um, you know, just just keep in mind that she didn't want to do the episode. Um, I was just going to say, you know, I, I, I'm a lot of people are probably that listen to this podcast are friends with Chris on Facebook. And I'm sure some of you have been like, some of you that know the situation between Layla and Chris, and we're not going to get into that. Um, you know, we, the real people that are in his life, have this all situated. We have this taken care of. Matter of fact, we were, well, we were on for like an hour before we even started recording this podcast. And I was being real with you on, on the whole mm-hmm. situation. Um, you know, it's just, you know, you know, the one thing that I appreciate Chris understanding is, is when I tell him something, I'm telling it from the heart and I'm not trying to make him pissed off or have him run. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? He knows that I'm not going to sit here and and sugarcoat shit for him because guess what? If I sugarcoat something, it's not going to do him any good. Okay. But you know, the most important part that's come out of this is, you know, now you're a single father and you know, uh, dude, uh, if it's if you had a boy, this would be so easy for you. <laughs> but a little girl, oh, and the way that Raven is, oh man, you you are in for a, a trip, my friend. Uh, I would go buy the gun <laughs> now. Um, I'd get some swords. Um, I'll help you with. Uh, we'll we'll stage a whole fucking bad boy <laughs> like bad boy two scene. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad boys two scene when the, the freaking that, that, that fucking first boy. Yeah, that first boyfriend comes up. I would love to do that shit. I'd be like. Who the fuck are you? Dude, Chris, give me the gun. No, no, no. Just give me the gun. <laughs> Dude, I've like I, I you know, I, I've I've joked with my current girlfriend and girlfriends in the past that if I ever had a girl, it'd be over. I'd go get a gun. She ain't dating until she's eighteen. Fuck that. No, 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 no. No, and if I found out she was dating before she was 18, oh, she's going to be grinding until she's 18. Hell no. <laughs> Hell fucking no. I couldn't deal with that, dude. Like, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> like, you are not dating any guys right now because, let's face it, people don't know what the fuck they want these days, and these young people don't don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. they want. Uh, and, and, you know, in between all this shit, I turned 36, so we didn't get to have a podcast about that. Oh, that's that, right, so, yeah, the last episode yeah. we recorded a couple days after my birthday, so happy, I forgot, so, well, I mean, yeah. I said on Facebook, but happy birthday. Where's my shots, Chris? Oh, what the well, fuck? Let's fucking go. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck's open that has alcohol. No, no, I mean, we're still in fucking lockdown, technically. I mean, I mean, my job's still in lockdown, it's a movie theater, so... I'm I, I'm crossing my fingers within the next four weeks they're gonna open up movie theaters because he seems to be phasing these other businesses in. So well, I mean, I, I mean, I had a little bit more, but I guess we can come back to that. But um, so they opened the malls the other day, or the or at least in New York State, the malls were opened. Yeah, they did. And so what the hell's going on with that? What's what's in your experience? What's oh, the malls are open. The malls are open. I so. I don't share where I'm working. Some of you may already know because people mm-hmm. slip, and I, I don't want to punch them for <laughs> slipping. But um, you would always so, mention the mall walkers. <laughs> I got too much. So y'all, there's mall walkers again. Don't worry. Um, so what's what's weird about my movie theater being in the in the mall? My section of the mall is very slow. Mm-hmm. All the all the stores that are that people are going to are mainly in the middle of the mall. So. It's very deceptive to look down the mall and not see anybody when you know that's just like a mirage, so to speak. Because the minute I turn that corner and I go down towards the food court, 
there's more people. And that the first day that they were open, which was Friday, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but there was there was a couple hundred people there that first day. And you know, I, I'm going to give people credit. Everybody was fucking wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And I mean, it, it's mandated in the mall anyways. It's mandated by New York State that everybody has to wear a mask when they go into a store. So, you know, Number one, that made me happy. But number two, what also made me happy is these stores, some of these stores that were actually open, because not all of them were ready to open mm-hmm. on Friday, they had lines outside their store because they were only letting a certain oh, amount of people right. yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there But now everyone's, now everyone's lining yeah. outside the store. It's trying to yeah. social distance. And it's like, you know, you're going you're gonna to be blocking someone else's door. And, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you. I was kind of like, I don't really want to go in the mall and look at this. But, you know, one of my bosses is like, yeah, can because he was asking all of us that were in, in malls. He's like, yeah, you should go in and, uh, you know, let me know what you what you see and everything. And I'm just like, okay. Because I had passed the mall because I was going to the post office just to make sure that nothing mm-hmm. was left there. Um, now that the mall, the mall is open, they just throw it in my – they just – push it through the cage and it's it's in mm-hmm. the theater um so I, I drive by and i'm like are you fucking kidding me there was like at least like 30 to 50 people outside waiting to get in the food oh. court i'm like are you fucking kidding me like oh shit and and like the egg the entrances that are by that are right there for my theater there were there was like about 10 15 people waiting at each entrance and i'm like Damn! Did you guys miss them all? <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Lollipop Farm isn't there anymore. Anymore. Um, I'm guessing all the pet places probably won't be open because you know. Well, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's obviously yeah, it's not essential. Um, and also, like, yeah, because if they were only open in the mall and the mall was closed for that many months, I mean, like, I mean, I guess someone could technically come into work and feed the animals, but it's sort of like, you know, you're renting this place in the mall just to have. You think- I think once I think when when this happened they took all the animals out but it was cleaned out that place is cleaned mm-hmm. out now so but yeah I mean um right, is, a, is a pet adoption I, don't know. I, I guess just, pet adoption is not essential <laughs> No no so I mean it's it's just interesting excuse me that you know people really wanted to come back to the mall that badly so um but I mean, here in Monroe County, our cases aren't that bad. I and, and you know, it's just, it's, it's you know, it's just interesting because I feel like once my movie theater opens, dude, like we're gonna get hit with a lot of people, mm. and I don't, I don't think my, I don't think my bosses are ready for that because we have a certain amount of payroll that we can use, and I'm like, I don't know about this. Mm. <laughs> so well, uh, and since the last episode, I went to the drive-in, and it was, and both movies were. What? If nowhere is open, I'm not cheating. <laughs> but I went Traitor. to the drive-in, and it was two movies that were like, if I had Amazon Prime, I could watch it Amazon Prime. I, uh, it was uh, My Spy with Batista, and um, oh, they had that yeah, on the big screen, and, and Knives Out on, on, and this was at the at the local in Rochester. It's a, it's the the suburb called Avon, which most people would say Avon, but uh, out here they pronounce it Avon, uh, the same way most people would say Charlotte. Uh, out here, it's called Charlotte, <laughs> and where most people say chili, they over here they say chai lai. Um, <laughs> but out in Avon, I went to the drive, and that was like I, I had literally I, I had s- made a post on Facebook saying like I want to go to the drive-in, and then my buddy called me, and like I was like he called me with just enough time, like dude, if we leave right now, we could fucking make it to the drive-in, and it's more just for the like 
you know, I, I don't give a shit. Like those are two. It was Knives Out and My Spy, and I'm not mind you. I didn't I didn't want to see Knives Out, and and this is and you know it's kind of <clears throat> to bring it back sort of to a weird thing is that like uh it, like Layla had recommended it to me. She goes, oh, it's such a good movie, and you should go see it. And the funny thing is that like she she like had things not happened the way they were. Like she was literally like like. She was about to give me like her 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 Amazon Prime password, uh, so I, specifically so I can see Knives Out, you know. And I was goofing with her. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking. You know, that's directed by the guy who killed, you know, the Ryan Johnson, the guy who killed Luke Skywalker. I don't want to support this guy or whatever. But like I said, I mean, I really mm-hmm. I I wanted to get the fuck out the house, and and at least like the drive-in does have the social distancing. Uh, you know, because you're in your fucking car, and uh, you know your car's not near. You know, like now when we went, it was pretty fucking full. Like I, because we got there a little, like we didn't get there late, late, but we were definitely like the second or the second to last car or the last car to actually drive into the the parking lot. So we couldn't find like we kind of we we found a spot, but it was sort of like it wasn't uh, it wasn't a prime spot, and so the place was pretty full. Um, you know, how, how they did it at this place is they usually have like a concession stand, uh, that you can walk into. Mm-hmm. And it's the same place that has the bathrooms and stuff. But what you do is you order the food on the website, like from your phone, you know, and then they'll send, then like when, you know, like when, cause I would order like a pizza, cause I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna splurge. So we'd order the pizza and, uh, like, you know, then like they text you when the pizza's ready. And then you go walk over to the concession stand and, you know, oh, the order, you know, one, two, three, four, five, or I think, I think they could just, let's just check your name. But so that's how they got it, where like, you know, you, you order the food from the website, you know, when they, when it's done in the concession, which is also cool, cause then it's also, you could order it while you're watching the movie, and then when it's ready, you know, you can you can go and get it. and if, and like I just so happened to like I ordered it. It was like fucking. I timed it perfectly because like our order was ready like right bet- in between because it was double feature. So you know, it's right in between the movies. Uh, you know, we, we went and grabbed our pizza, and uh, you know the movies were okay. I mean, you know, this is, I liked My Spy. It was kind of cute for a family flick. I mean, Knives Out. You know, I guess I, I you know. It, the, the twist was kind of interesting and stuff like that. I still don't want to support Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Even though I guess I technically did. But, um, you know, it was also just sort of, I just wanted to get the fuck out the house. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I, I did go to, uh, the drive-in in Avon for the, uh, you know, but I've, you know, um, the other day I was helping out a friend with something and we ended up going to Five Guys, Five Guys Burgers and Fries or whatever. And, uh, they had it where, like, I mean, because they had outside seating. All I mean, you could sit inside and eat, or outside and eat. And like, since I gave my my friend needed to take care of some stuff, so I drove him around. So he was like, you know, let me, you know, to, for to pay you back, let me buy you lunch or whatever. So we went to the Five Guys, and we sat outside at the Five Guys. So that place, it's it's weird, like what places are opened, like, because like. I had it, you know, with uh, with the unfortunately with the death. I mean, all the stories are probably going to go come back to, to, to passing of Layla, but um. You know, there's paperwork that I needed to get faxed and, and not faxed, but copied and, 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 and printed out and stuff like that. And like, it's weird that Staples is open. And I guess like, I wouldn't have thought Staples is an essential business, but it is, I guess, you know, like it's weird. Like, like I, automatically I wouldn't have thought Staples to be essential. I mean, I needed them to be open, <laughs> but you know, luckily they were open. Um, and not in the same plaza, but that same part of town. I needed the funny, you know, like I needed a headphone cord, uh, like the one uh, as I'm talking to you right now. I have a brand new headphone cord, so I read, you know, that store Five Below. Uh, so I ran mm-hmm. into the Five Below, 
And oh my god, like I mean, I went to I was wearing my mask because I needed a cord. I mean, yeah, I could order one online, but I mean, if I'm right fucking there, let me just run into the store. But like, five below was fucking packed. Like, I was not like I had my mask on and I was trying my best to like social distance. And of course, like it's also my fault because I kind of wanted to browse. You know, we, we kind of shit we kind of take for granted. And usually I would curse somebody out, like, you're going to go to a fucking store and browse, get your shit and get the fuck out, asshole. <laughs> but I, I, I became a person I hated where, like, I, okay, I went in and I bought the cord because I knew I needed the cord and I knew that mm-hmm. I could get a, a relatively cheap one there. And then, you know, then you kind of, you know, we're, we're sort of like, you know, we're such fucking consumers that, like, you know, I'm kind of like browsing, but I'm also realizing, like, God damn, this fucking store, you know, it's hard to social distance when the place is fucking packed. Um, but yeah, I ran into the five below. So it's so weird that like what stores are, what counts as like essential business, what's not essential, you know, cause I, neither five below nor stables, what I would assume to be non-essential, but you know, other places are still closed. Um, you know, uh, I mean, a, a couple of weeks ago, like, you know, the, the fucking, and the game stops are open, uh, cause, cause Raven was asking me, my daughter was asking me for a video game and yeah, the, the GameStop was open. I mean, if they're not in the mall, they were open. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like Raven wanted to get <laughs> Minecraft or whatever, and it was like, and it's weird, like fucking motherfuckers, Minecraft. How is it thirty dollars for a physical copy, but twenty dollars on the on the PlayStation <laughs> on the PlayStation Network? But I like physical copies because I'm an old man. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have my world dictated by downloads. But like, you know, the GameStop is open. It's you know, it's I, like I don't know what fucking criteria. Or I mean, I guess you know, as long as you know, I guess if people wear masks and they don't allow. You know, as long as you don't let the store get packed. But that five below, not for nothing. And I don't want to, you know, put them on blast or anything like that. But I don't think, because then again, you know, those stores are so understaffed as it is. You know, you go to five below and like, you know, there's a part of you, you know, I come from New York City and I used to work in retail where you, you like, people can steal from this place. Like, it's so easy. And so like, I'm like, if there's maybe three people in the store and the store is packed, it's not like there's someone at, there's not like someone could man the door and say like, oh, please, you know, hold on until, you know, you know, whatever number, you know, we, we, we can only, we can't have more than 20 people in the store. The, those, the, the people are too busy running registers and shit like that. You know, and, there, and there's certainly no one walking around making sure we're not stealing. <laughs> so, you know, like my, like I come from New York, so I kind of always have that in the back of my head. Like, like people could fucking be, people could be stealing crazy right now in the store because, you know, there's three people working there. Um, but like, yeah, the, so the five below was pretty fucking packed. Um, let me see. So, uh, let me see. What I mean, let's talk about. I guess we could talk about other things. I mean, I had more Layla stuff to talk about, but um, well, you know, we, dude, I, I think you've kind of hit the nail on the coffin. I'm sure you'll talk about it a little bit more on here, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's time. It's time to move on because you got you got your daughter to, to look at at this point. Yeah. So. and it's like I mean, I guess that's the whole thing is that like it's so weird that like you know I'm You're a single, single parent. parent, and of course you know it was mailed a while back, but you know I got that thing in the mail like to pay child support, and I'm like I guess I don't have to pay child support anymore. You know we had I had made the joke about that a couple months ago about um you know that even in the pandemic. You know, there, there's, you know, places are closing, but you better make sure you pay that fucking child support. You know, so yeah, that exactly. came in the mail. And it's so weird, like, you know, usually, like, people are protected, for the lack of a better term. Like, you know, if someone passes or whatever, like, you know, I mean, like, I have, like, my pension from the state. You know, and I, I worked for the state for 10 years. And, like, if I died, you know, my daughter's going to get a couple of bucks. I mean, not she's not going to be fucking, you know, wealthy or anything like that. But, you know, 
So, you know, she'll, she'll have enough money to put me in the ground. <laughs> Such a bad father. This is starting to <laughs> No, but I'm wrong. just saying is that, well, I mean, my life was thrown through a fucking loop. You know, if I had things gone, <laughs> had, 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 you know, had my ex-wife not cheated on me and then, you know, and this other, you know, this, this other passing, you know, they, you know, unfortunately, I, I put my faith in, in the wrong women. And, and then not, and we're not to disparage Layla. I'm just saying is this the truth? Welcome, welcome to welcome to the 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 introduction of how women treat people. But yeah, I'm saying is that, you know I I it's not like for the lack of a lack of trying I've tried to meet the right women and stuff like that, and so you know my life has been you know I'm I'm doing this shit by myself. Ain't nobody fucking helping me. I'm not getting any fucking you know no one's no one's paying my fucking bills. You know I, you know I mean my family you know my parents do what they you know my parents would throw me a couple bucks on my birthday and Christmas because you know it's better to give me money than fucking you know than to buy me a, something some gift that I'm never going to fucking use you know instead of, you know, instead of you know instead of the guesswork of of buying me something that you know that 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 I that's going to sit on a shelf and collect dust my parents just give me fucking cash but that's not paying my bills for the rest of the year <laughs> you know what I'm saying like nobody's fucking supporting me and it's so weird that like you know like you know with the passing it's like boom that's it that's your kid you know go right ahead and and you know i'm i'm like i'm really fucking torn up of like do i stay in rochester like do i take my daughter away from her brother and sister or mm-hmm. you know do, or do i stay in rochester when i have like you know because my job you know before the pandemic and all this shit you know my job was i work from home anyway and you know i work i, I could do my as long as i have an internet connection to my cell phone I can be anywhere. <laughs> you know, so I can be a fucking, I can be in, uh, you know, Guam <laughs> if I needed to. You know, I, I, I could, I could do my job anywhere. So it's sort of weird. Like I, I'm in this weird fucking like limbo right now where like I don't know what to do with my daughter. And then, you know, you know, she had kids after me and, and luckily me and him get along, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, baby, you say baby daddy and that's such a fucking, you know, that, that, that's such a disrespectful term and, and I don't mean it to be disrespectful, but you know, the father of the other two kids, him and I get along and our, our kids are half brothers and sisters. So, you know, him and I get along, but like, you know, what do we do? What if, what if he wants to move? What if he says, fuck it, I want to go move three states away or some shit like that? Well, guess what? Your girl ain't going. No, 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 that, no, no. Uh, he has no claim. And, and actually, like, him and I have kind of unofficially <laughs> kind of said, you know, he, I don't think he's gonna, you know, he's not gonna, challenge <laughs> he's not going to challenge for custody of, of my daughter or anything like that because like i mean not that not that he has a leg to stand on <laughs> but i don't you know it's not like he's like you know oh, these are these, they're all my kids and i'm gonna they're gonna stay with me that's not that's not the vibe uh that we have right now um but like you know the part of me is like you know maybe i maybe i should go back to new york city or or, or find some place that's like inexpensive to live and 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 you know like you know just do like the you know, okay, you get to see your brother and sister every couple of months or some shit. You know what I'm like it's, and I hate to split up the fucking family, but it's also, you know, I have to look out for number one. And and I'm in this weird fucking limbo where, you know, I was forced to live in Rochester because I wanted to raise my daughter. And now, I mean, you know, everybody else that's in her life are people that she can literally just visit. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, I'm the one person yeah. giving care. And, 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 you know, and, and her friends, like, at the memorial service, her friends are, you know, uh, you know, particularly her best friend was just like, you know, we're worried you're just going to take Raven and run away to New York City. And I'm like, well, that's, I'm, I mean, I'm a bit of a dick, but I'm not that much of a dick. You know, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't take her, you know, take her away from her brother and sister, you know, or take her, you know, like, you know, like, you're never going to see your brother and sister again. And also, let's mention that, you know, 
her brother and sister, one's a toddler, one is preschool age. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't grasp the gravity of the situation. And and of course they lo- they know their sister and love their sister, but you know, it's not like, you know, if if, if they never saw their sister again, it's not like their life is gonna be changed. And not that I I plan to, I'm just saying is you know, uh, they're too young to really grasp uh what they've lost and stuff like that. And so, you know, it, it's I'm 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 like you know I don't know where to transition my life from here. Uh, you know, it's like you know I've been bumping heads with my fucking landlord. Uh, you know, I mean we're in the middle of a pandemic and stuff like that, so I don't know exactly. You know, uh, near you know. <laughs> yeah, that makes it harder to, to even go down. I mean, go down to like New York yeah, City. And, you know, but then there's also there's also the part of me like me. You know, what if Raven was raised in New York City? There's also that part. Like, I mean, Rochester is a pretty diverse city, but like. I mean, but New York City just is is, but then but then again, New York City's so gentrified now. So I'm like I'm like, where the you know, do I go through the fucking headache of moving to the city where I have to circle the block for 45 minutes to find a parking spot, or you know, do I stay in Rochester where you know I could park my car in the same place every day and you know never gets bothered? Um, you know, I, I'm in a weird fucking place right now, and 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 like you know, the world is my fucking oyster. I mean, if you know, I'm still broken shit, but I'm just saying is, you know, I can, you know, I can, I can move to the middle of the fucking state if I wanted to. You know, I could, I could fucking buy a, a fucking shack in the middle of fucking you know, bumfuck upstate New York, and and live dirt fucking cheap. You know, I mean, I also don't, I don't want my daughter being raised around fucking rednecks and shit like that. But I'm saying is hypothetically, it's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? I can, you know, if I wanted to fucking move to fucking Los Angeles or some shit like that, like, you know, I mean, Los Angeles is expensive also, but I'm just saying is, you know, if I wanted to uproot my daughter, there's literally no one that can stop me, you know? And it's, and it's this weird, it just puts me in this weird fucking position where I don't know what the fuck to do with my life right now. <laughs> so yeah. it's still, no, it's, it's, you know, me and you have kind of had that conversation. It's, it's, you know, it's very hard for you to, you know, kind of it's not hard it's just you have a unique situation now where you can do pretty much anything you want to fucking do at this point you could take your kid and go down to new york city but then the whole pandemic's going on so now you know does it make sense to go down it's funny it's like you know i get you know I get reached out and like, oh go oh you can go live with your mom now and then I go and I call my mom and my mom's like um yeah you can stay here but why don't you try to figure something else for yourself? <laughs> like you know yeah. my mom was like you know like you know you know like like if I if I impose absolutely she'll she'll let me move in with her and stuff like that but it's also but she's also like oh, maybe you should try to work something. <laughs> and also I'm a grown fucking man I can't be living with my fucking mom you know what I'm saying like I can't um. You know, I'm a grown man with a child. I, you know, I, you know, things are already crazy enough as it is. Instead of like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, be quiet when you get to my apartment because I don't want to wake my mom up. I mean, that's <laughs> that's not that's not fucking cool anymore. You know, I'm a grown fucking man. I'm 42 years. Oh, excuse me, I'm 43. I forgot my birthday passed. Yeah, I'm 43 years old. I mean, that's that's not the fucking move to be living with mommy. You know, um, you know. So, uh, I think we've reached the halfway point of this episode. Is anything you want to throw in before we go back from the break? All right. No, no. I mean, I have some other stuff on the other side of the break that All we right, can talk about. And we'll about. be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. 
Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch one. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year. On sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul. Um... So even though like we were kind of talking like personal stuff, I mean, there's the nerdy news is sort of, it's sort of weird. We're in this weird position where there's, you know, uh, the nerdy news, there isn't really much to talk about in the nerdy news. You know, okay, I got, uh, Michael Keaton coming back to, you know, if they do, if they do a flash movie with Michael Keaton, uh, coming back as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, um, that would be pretty interesting. Um, you know, in a world where we have, you know, into the Spider Verse, and and the the you know the the possibility of uh, multiverses, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, you know, people already understand the idea of multiverse. So you know, uh, I love the idea of having Michael Keaton come back. You know, oh, but it's not Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's Batman. But you know, you can have a multiverse where Michael Keaton is a Batman. If Flash is if Flash is going to different timelines and different universes and stuff like that, um, you know, he can he can visit uh Michael Keaton. So that like that's like one of the big news that hits and stuff. Because the last episode we already talked about releasing the Snyder cut. Um, you know, there's a there's a new Batwoman for the for the C W show. Um I forgot her name, but basically, you know, the the the, the guys that are very anti-political correct and lose their fucking minds because it's a black woman uh the actress that's gonna you know guys were already pissed off because they you know they had a, a lesbian playing batwoman well i guess no well i think the actual batwoman in the comics is a lesbian but you know like they, they didn't like that actor 
Ruby Rose, and now they got a black woman playing Bat- Batwoman, uh, a black woman playing Batwoman, and, uh, you know, <laughs> the guys are probably losing their fucking mind. But then, like, they're also talking about a show for HBO Max, which is going to be about Gotham PD and Jim Gordon, but once again, not touching Batman, like not using Batman. And you know what? I'm getting fucking sick and tired of, <laughs> you know, I, I think the only, okay, the Harley Quinn cartoon doesn't really count because it's, I mean, even though it's about Batman, like it's in the Batman universe and it's not starring Batman, but like between like Gotham and like, like remember they had that show Krypton and Krypton didn't have anything to do with Superman. And like years ago, we had Smallville, uh, you know, where it's like Superman, but it's not Superman. Uh, uh, you know, Batwoman. And I think like in Batwoman, the first season, there was a storyline involving like Bruce Wayne. Like they're looking for Batman slash Bruce Wayne. You know, I didn't, I never watched that show, but like, could we stop having shows about Batman and Superman that don't have Batman and Superman, Superman in them? I'm, I'm getting, you know, stop with the bullshit. Stop! Stop! Stop giving us! Yeah. I don't! I don't give a shit about a show about about Gordon, you know, Commissioner Gordon, or when he's like Captain Gordon, Lieutenant Gordon, or whatever. You know, it's a crime show. That's all it is. You know, ooh, there might be the Penguin or the Joker or some shit. Who gives a shit? You know, it's like that's Gotham all over again. That's all. The, that's all Gotham was. Was was you know about Jim Gordon and, and a young Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne. So, like, as for the nerdy news. Uh, there really isn't much, you know, other than, you know, just when the time comes, you know. It's very quiet yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, you know, 20, uh, you had mentioned before the, the episode, like, you know, it was like, uh, you know, 2020 sucks balls. But, you know, if, if tw- you know, t- if 2021, if things continue on the right path and people fucking follow basic fucking hygiene and, you know, basic uh, fucking rules about wearing a mask and stop crying like little fucking bitches. You know, when guys go hunting and they wear fucking head-to-toe camouflage and they and they smear themselves in fucking deer urine and they can do that shit for fucking, you know, 16 hours, you know, going, you know, going, going hunting at fucking 4 a.m. to hunt deer and shit, um, you know, you can wear a mask in Walmart for 45 minutes. Um... So you know, and and, and and now there's all the oh. Do you think the mask if if the mask isn't uh you know if you can smell something while you're still wearing a mask, do you really think it's gonna stop COVID? No, but it's it's gonna stop people from spitting <laughs> when they talk. Uh, so so here here's my thing about that. So do you notice that a lot of people in New York State wear masks? Yeah, I gotta say I got I gotta do say you, that people you, been have you, people at least in my now mind you I don't go out that often. But in my experience, I mean, yeah, you see a couple of knuckleheads. What, what I see is I see people who go into the store with their mask, and I think they wear the mask to go in the store and not get, like, bothered or stopped at the door. And then I think once they get in the store, because I see them when they leave, they have their mask off. Like, you know, like or maybe they got uncomfortable and they took it off or whatever the case may be. But so, but for the most part, I, you know, and I'm talking about, you know, out of Dozens and dozens and dozens of people that I've seen, I've seen maybe two or three people not wearing their mask. Where like they they have a mask, it's like hanging off their face or hanging around their neck or some shit like that. They went in the store with the mask, just you know through the course of being in the store, you know their lives are inconvenienced to the point where they took it off. But go on, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say like you know because we're all wearing masks, we're doing what we're supposed to do. So it's like you know what what. What do, you, what do you need to do? What do you guys down in these other southern states need to do? You need to do what you're supposed to do and, you know, make it so that way it's, we're not, you know, 
going to die because you idiots can't do your, you know, you can't wear a fucking mask. I mean, we, we see on this constant basis these people being Karens and Kens and trying to, you know what I mean? Like, um, just, I don't know, just not doing what they're supposed to be doing. If they would, we wouldn't have a problem. You know what I mean? So... Well, okay, here's know. here's one thing, that, and it's going to sound funny. I Okay, wear your fucking masks, people. That's Okay, I, and now that I've said that, I think there's also there's also people who need to mind their fucking business. When, okay, if you work at the store, or even if you're in the store and you're a person shopping at the store, and someone walks into the store and they're not wearing a mask, okay, you might, uh, you, you have, uh, you know, a right to tell the person, you know, could you put on your mask or whatever the case may be. Even though, like, because, I mean, did you see the, did you see the video about the guy, um, and he's, like, really aggressive, and he's, like, flexing his muscles, and he's, like, get away from me, I feel threatened, and he's, like, he was, like, a real estate guy. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he had, like, a, re- he had, like, a yeah. red shirt on. And, yeah, 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 he I was wearing a shirt that, that said, yeah, yeah. you know, America ruling the world since 1776. Now, in that particular video, it was because, like, now, mind you, he was already having a conversation with, like, people at the store, and... There was someone, you know, with their cameras in the guy's face filming him, you know, like not wearing a fucking mask. And see, like shit like that, like people that that the person taking that video was I, I feel they're being a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? And as and as much as I agree with the sentiment of wear a fucking mask, get your fucking camera get your phone out of people's fucking faces. And and once again, this guy's an asshole, he got fired. Um, and all this other shit, you know, I guess, you know, I don't want to say he deserves to get fired, but, you know, um, you know, he created a fucking scene and, and that, that, that looks bad for his company. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, a company, a company could get rid of you. And this is, this is a, a capitalist society and, and, and the company can get rid of you any fucking time because they're not going to, uh, they're not going to let you make their company look bad because that's what exactly what happened. He was working for some real estate company and it hit Twitter in a heartbeat you know, oh, this guy works at such and such real estate company. And the real estate company said, fuck you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? We got 30,000 people that, you know, that will work here in a heartbeat that, you know, uh, we don't, we don't need you sullying our name. Um, and, you know, and of course that's a little, it's a little fucked up, but my point is, my, my whole point is, is, is the person who had the camera, that camera didn't need to be in the guy's face. Approaching someone with a camera. And it's also, it's not your fucking job. Let the people who run the store, talks to the guy and if i'm not mistaken i think it's people who work in the store already were talking to the guy and then you're going to walk up on somebody with the camera and then i did i tell you the story about my neighbor that got hit with a bat uh, no, I, no, no, okay no. this was oh shit i can't believe i well why, why do you why you gotta <laughs> well, no, hide shit from I, I mean, the hell? no it was a uh, no remember it was the day of the protests here in rochester and there was a car uh-huh. crash in front of my house and uh-huh. so what happened was is one car hit the other and okay, so the car that hit, okay, the the car that got hit had, had a you know a guy, a girl, and a baby. The people that hit them was a car full of girls. Um, and and I think I, I could have sworn I told the story where um when they apparently you know even though after the accident someone might have called the cops, not a cop showed up because they were all caught up with the with the protests that were going on. This was right when like right when like you know the the whole Floyd thing was going down. And and that's and that's when fucking right. like, they they literally had like a police car set on fire right outside the fucking uh, police department. That afternoon there was a car crash in front of my house and so the car that got hit 
that guy, I, I guess what had happened was, is, and I, I could only tell from what I saw from the window, the guys in the car that got hit must have asked the girls who hit them, okay, we're going to have to fucking exchange insurance information. And I think the girls in the car said, we don't have insurance. And that guy lost his shit. He pulled out a bat and he started smashing the girl's car. And he got on the roof of the car, jumping up and down, like, like purposefully jumping in the air, landing like to stomp his feet to cave in the fucking hood of the car which it, it wasn't caved in like whatever but he made giant fucking dents smashed in all the fucking windows uh you know was hitting was hitting the trunk and stuff like that now my neighbor genius as he is walks he's like five feet away from the guy holding his cell phone taping the guy that guy goes and hits my fucking neighbor with a bat and like not for nothing you could have sat because you know it's the summertime people sit out on the porches and stuff like that you could have sat at your fucking porch and take all the fucking video you liked you know and 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 you know there was no reason and and i don't want to say that was justified nobody the guy my neighbor didn't deserve to get hit with a bat but you know what he deserved to get hit with a fucking bat <laughs> you know what I'm saying if you got a guy raging uh with a bat and, and and you walk up with your fucking cell phone filming him you're you're provoking an angry fucking person. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I, I, I don't want to blame the victim, but you know what I'm saying? Don't, obviously, because people record everything. You know, the minute something comes down, 50 fucking phones come out. There's no reason to walk right up to the fucking guy and be like five feet away with the fucking cell phone. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying it, the, I'm not saying it was justified this guy hit my fucking neighbor, but I bet he's going to fucking second guess the next time <laughs> some shit's going on in front of him. And, 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 and mind you, and I hate to put it like this, the guy, he, he was just destroying property. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was hitting someone right. with a, if he was hitting a person with a bat, you know, okay, fine. That's, you know, you know, the girls had run out of the car and the guy was just, you know, he was, the guy was going, you know, ranting and raving. And so, you know, uh, my point being is get the, don't, you know, yes, we all have to, you know, you should put pressure on people who aren't wearing the masks, but, you know, you're also putting yourself in fucking harm's way if you run up to someone with a fucking cell phone in your hand trying to shame them into fucking wearing a mask. And then, like, a friend of mine, and we were talking about this also, he's, he's a cop, and, uh, you know, he was out, out in the street, and he's just standing there, and he was smoking a cigarette. Okay, once not the smartest thing to fucking do. And then a person walks by him in the street, and says, you know, you really should have your mask on. The one he's smoking a fucking cigarette, <laughs> and uh, you know, and once again, not 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 the smartest thing in the world, but you know, also like he was in a pl- he, you know, and I believe him, he was in a place where he was by himself, you know, smoking a cigarette. The person just happened to walk by, and it's like, like that's like you know, like when guys tell women, oh, you should smile. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's none of your fucking yeah. business if a person's out there without a mask. And they're not walking into the store. And I'll mind you, the person that told him this is this person that was walking away from him. You know, like they said it as they passed him. You know, people learn, learn to mind your fucking business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, shit's gonna, ha- you're almost instigating a problem by telling someone to wear a fucking mask. And if you're not working at a store, and you know, that's my whole point. Unless you're the person who's working in a store, to some, you know, the, it's the store's responsibility to make sure that people wear masks in the store. And and I understand, you know, that everyone wants to be a big fucking social justice warrior and, and go up to people. Oh, you really should be wearing a mask. But you know what? You're gonna get fucking. You know, you could get hit with a fucking bat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, so. Uh, and you know, I'm you're 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 making me want to <laughs> respond to all this because first of all, well, okay, so. Do I think 
Do I think that somebody should be recording anything? No. I, I think that people need to keep their business to them to themselves and stop fucking recording everybody. But at the same time, that's the same thing as saying like these Black Lives Matter fucking people go into a, the DA's house here in Rochester and asking her to step down. I'm going to tell you something right now. What rubs me the wrong way is when fucking people go to somebody's house and start protesting. No, that is that that crosses the line. You want to go to the DA's office and protest? Fine. Have your press conference there. Do whatever the fuck mm. you want. That's public pop property. But when you step onto my property, mm. that's when I call the police and have you removed. I would have called the police and had them. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with the story, I so I, I really can't comment. We're going. So, so the, the the local Black Lives Matter group here in Rochester, and by the way, I'm gonna. This is leading into something I really want to talk about. And you're gonna when when you hear who one of the people is that's helping them, you're gonna be like, "Why?" Well, I, I, I think I know where you're going. With going on, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. So, so uh, basically, the DA here in Rochester, they wanted her to step down because her assistant, who made a racist comment, who was basically fired made that comment and i'm like well yeah they got rid of him for making that mm. comment rightfully so mm. move on no 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 we want her to we want her to step down i'm like uh okay i'm just going to go over mm. here now cuz you know I, I feel like some of this stuff and maybe you do too goes a little too far mm. and so and i and you know where i'm going with this cuz you saw me post this on facebook the other day remember that drunk judge yeah, that's in Rochester who who's representing Black Lives Matter here, and who who's a representative of of that movement? Her. What what the fuck are you doing? Oh well, she's a lawyer. What do you what do you mean? She's got an axe to grind. And by the way, she she is not the she is not what you want for fucking to help you out. That's the, no no yeah. no. Well, no, I, no. I think a little context for people who don't live in Rochester. Um, there was a judge here in in, in Rochester court city court. Uh, Judge Leticia Estacio, who like got like DUIs and and was a known drinking, you know, like she she would drink all the time. And usually, like usually, you know, in a situation like that, like with cops and stuff like that, you know, let's fucking keep it real here. There's there's the thin blue line where cop gets pulled over for drinking. You know, usually the cops would say, you know, just fucking just go home. <laughs> um, she yeah. had gotten pulled over so many times that like. I guess it finally got to the point where they said, look, we're not going to, we can't keep letting you fucking, uh, be driving drunk. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, exactly. we gave you a, a chance to fucking, um, uh, uh, you know, get your shit in order. And she kept getting pulled yeah. over. Now, now that being said, then they finally gave her, uh, they finally gave her the, the interlocking device. Which I, I I guess in this situation there was like a camera that was attached to it. No, so so basically how it works is it monitors if you try mm -hmm. to fuck with it, and she fucked. Well, you know, with yeah, because it. it was saying that um, for for some reason I was under the impression that it had a camera on it, and it's supposed to show you blowing. It's supposed to show you blowing into the um, blowing into the machine, and conveniently there was a day where. She was giving her daughter a ride, and the camera uh, was pushed away, and 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 you know the speculation was that she had her daughter blow into it. Who was a you know fucking like a high school teenager or whatever, uh, you know, blow into it so so she can get the car started, and um, and you know, and she kept getting 
and and mind you, when all this is going on, she's still like collecting her fucking judge's pay uh, to 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 you yep. know to sit on her ass. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. now and then uh, and now that with that being said, and then like the the ju- the, the court was like you know. I, well, there was an, there was another thing where they kind of told her they were like uh, you have to do this amount of time and she was like no fuck you didn't throw me in jail or something like that like she, they they had they had given her some sort of weird ultimatum and she was just like well then fuck you throw me in jail and she called their bluff and they and she's she, she like well no she did she got locked up for a little while because there there are pictures of her like in a like you know with the, like a uh, you know with you know with the with the green with the red with the orange jumpsuit and stuff like that. And now, oh, yeah. now since she is technically a judge, she's licensed with the Bar Association in in, in New York. Uh, she can practice law, and and uh, from <laughs> from the time last year where Layla and I butted heads and I had to go to court, uh, I was in the same courtroom with Leticia Stasio. She was defending like two or three people um, before my case. Uh, you know, so like I've seen her in action. I've seen I'm sitting in the fucking courtroom, and it's so weird when you see someone on TV all the time, and they're like right there in front of you. You know, so I've I've been in the same courtroom as her, and um, so uh, you're saying that she's she's representing the the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. She was with she was she was there with them in this round table, and I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what what are you thinking when you see her, and you're like. Oh well, she was oppressed. How was she oppressed? They kept giving her passes. Like they, like I felt like they were literally handing her passes. Oh, slap on the wrist. Oh, slap on the wrist. Listen, we keep slapping you on the wrist. Can you stop this? Yeah, and yeah, she basically Judge, said, "Fuck you!" Every step of the way. This has got to stop. Yeah, and she wouldn't do it. So that's when they were just like, "Listen, we're done with you. Like now you're going to now this your judgeship is gone. Have a nice day." Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Have a nice day. Get the hell out. So, like, it just, it just, it's funny to me because it's like, you know, what do you expect? What did you expect was going to happen? Like, did, did you honestly think that you were just going to get away with this? Mm. Like, no, that's not what was going to happen here. Like, you were, you, you fucked up. Time for you to go <laughs> bye bye. Have a nice day. Yeah. And they, you know, she, she just wouldn't listen, and it, and it just it kills me because it's like, you know, like you 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 got like fifty different chances. Like yeah. how? Well, that, I think I think the story was also that she was supposed to like not leave Monroe County or at least let them know when she was to go to Monroe County, and she went to she went like on a fucking trip to like the Caribbean. Yes, and there were like pictures yep. of her in, on Instagram like in a fucking bikini, and like the proof that she left. And, and, you know, but I think, but they, you know, like the Rakshas, because, you know, like they folded, like, like they, like they, they could have fucking put her under the jail and they still fucking, you know, like <laughs> the fact mm-hmm. that she's still, she's out on the streets and she's walking the streets and like after saying fuck you so many times, just, you know, she, she, she keeps pushing her fucking luck. But yeah, I mean, I, I remember you mentioned, I, I did not know that she was uh, representing like the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, people here, but you know, uh, we were kind of yeah, kinda... dude. Like it was, it was the weirdest shit. Like I saw that, and I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> like, like, no, like, like. Even if I if I explained it to Darrell, Darrell would be like, "Yeah, that that shouldn't be <laughs> happening." Like, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, 
how? Like, what, what was going through your head? Like, you know, she's she she would be a great representative for us. I would be like, fuck no, she wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> fuck no, she wouldn't. Get her the fuck out of here, because you know, like this isn't this isn't going to get you anywhere. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. I just it, it just to me, man, it's just like I don't know. It just it, I, I don't get gotcha. it. You know what I mean? I don't get it. I don't. All right. So um, I'm in a weird position uh, because I want to boycott Goya. <laughs> I, I you familiar with the you know where the where the president of Goya praised Donald Trump in a in a press conference, and then I think like when confronted, like doubled down and like really started praising Donald Trump. You know, and you know Donald Trump hasn't exactly been fair to puerto ricans and it's weird because i know i'm a fucking white boy but i mean i got my puerto rican roots and you know to see you know uh you know uh, you know uh, puerto rico you know he dragged his feet when uh when it came to getting aid to puerto rico after hurricane maria you know um you know uh you know he, he called the governor of puerto rico all types of fucking nasty names and then when they finally actually did get um when they actually did get aid to puerto rico and like he went himself like he's doing like free throws with the with the paper towels and shit like that just just be like that was just disrespectful and you know let's keep it fucking real the average trump supporter you know the the uh, you know you know we live in a city and we're, we're used to being around you know i'm a minority technically uh you know when you're used to being around minorities you know you get to learn the difference between a puerto rican and a Dominican and a Mexican and a Colombian and a Cuban, you know, you get to learn the differences, the cultural differences to, uh, to a person like, uh, to, uh, to the average Trump supporter. I guarantee you there's people who don't know the difference between a Mexican and a Puerto Rican. There, you know, these are the people who tweeted like when, uh, when, Je- when Jennifer Lopez was performing at the Super Bowl, he was saying, go back to your country. When Jennifer Lopez is a Puerto Rican and Puerto Ricans are American citizens, you know, when um, it was another one with Mark Anthony and people were like tweeting, like, go back to your country. And once again, 100 percent Puerto Rican, 100 percent a a U.S. citizen. And and, and actually, I had this in my notes also. um, My godfather and my godsister were victims of, I guess, you know, and I I don't want to say it wasn't a hate crime, but it was a fucking hate crime. My godfather and my godsister uh, we're outside playing dominoes. My godfather's in his late 80s, early 90s, playing dominoes with his daughter. And uh, these people came up onto them, started cursing him out, calling them spicks, telling them to go back to their fucking country. And um, now, and this is and this and this is in fucking New York. This is like about an hour north of New York City. This happened in. So like even like and even like an hour north of New York, it's still. Like, you know, you have minorities an hour north of New York City. It's not like it, like, it's not like, like, it's not like once you get, pe- nor- pe- once you get north of the Bronx, <laughs> shit shuts down. But now, now here's the fucked up, now here's, here's the real twisted part of it is that one, this happened like a couple days before the 4th of July, where we got these people calling other people spicks and saying go back to your country. But, but these people don't fucking know is that my godfather and my godsister both worked for the fucking post office. My, my godfather, his entire career was working at the post office. And my godfather, who's an old man, he used to love playing basketball. If you saw the fucking calves on my godfather, he's old school, 
like you know walking walking the fucking streets you know delivering mail and shit like my godfather's fucking his his calves look like popeye's forearms you know what i'm saying um you know and mind you my god sister is a fucking she's at amazon too like these people must have been really fucking uh you know my god sister is a tall woman who i don't know what balls you think you're gonna fucking walk up to her and start talking shit because my god sister would probably whip their fucking ass and 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 she she took she got her father out of the area got him into the lobby of the building and tried to like chase the people down and so i don't know what these people must have been really fucking emboldened because you know and then also like i mean also just keep the fact that you're attacking a woman and an old man uh but to say go back to your own country when these people worked for their own country the post office you can't get more fucking you know american they were federal employees like i said his his entire career was working at the post office. I believe my god sister retired early, but that's only because she had like medical issues and stuff like that. You know, like she would have been, she would have been with the post office longer if her body, her body, which from working for the post office, uh, you know, she gave her her body to the fucking post office. You know, working for them for for so many years. And so, you know, it just shows that, you know, that there's still fucking ignorance and to, and to tell Puerto Ricans, and mind you, my godfather and my god sister are light as I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're, they're light skinned people. And I'm not, I'm not trying to justify it, but I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, when you think Mexicans, you know, you think someone with a little more olive complexion, stuff like that. My god sister, my godfather is fucking as white as I am. And, and, and are still being cursed at saying, Call, being called spicks and being told to go back to their fucking country, you know what I'm saying? And and, and who's emboldening all that shit? Uh, you know, so fucking Donald Trump saying, you know, Mexicans are they rapists and they they bring crime. You know, to the average Trump supporter, they don't know the difference between a Puerto Rican and a Mexican. And 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 we're all Mexicans. <laughs> oh, I'm from, I'm, I'm from El Salvador. Oh, you're, so you're from Mexico. I'm from Colombia. I'm from Chile. Oh, you're from Mexico. I'm from Brazil. No, you mean Mexico? <laughs> no, you know these people. Every everyone south of fucking Texas is a Mexican. And, you know, and Mexicans are a beautiful, wonderful, large country. You know, Puerto Rico is an island in the Caribbean. This is this little island just floating around, just sitting there minding its own fucking business. But you're you're telling you're telling a whole group of people they're from mexico which is a fucking insult you know and, and if i went to those people and i said oh why don't you go back to K- kentucky i'm from alabama well same difference right you know like it's this <laughs> you know it's like you know they got pissed off if you confuse them like you know go back to go back to memphis you know oh i'm from texas so fuck you know <laughs> like you know they could easily be lumped in and i know earlier we kind of said like you know southern states and shit like that but i mean if you look at the fucking highest cases of covid in the united states like the three highest right now are like Florida, uh, I want to say Alabama, you know, Florida's like number one. But I mean, the, the three, the top three are all southern states. So I mean, even though, yes, okay, earlier this episode, we lumped the, the southern states when it comes to, uh, not following the lockdown and having the highest COVID numbers, but the numbers speak for themselves in other southern states. So, um, you know, uh, you know, so I want to boycott Goya. <laughs> <laughs> But that being said, uh, uh, my dad's cousin, if I'm not mistaken, which I guess makes her my second cousin, who lives in Puerto Rico, had made a post today, and it made and it kind of made me step back. And she's like, "Yeah, Goya has fucking factories in Puerto Rico, you know." And it's so weird that like you know like like you know. And her point is like, go right ahead and boycott Goya if you like, but also keep in mind that if you if you you know if you Boycott Goya. Keep in mind, they also have factories that employ hundreds, if not thousands, of Puerto Ricans. 
And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> so I, I'm in a weird, you know, I'm in a weird conundrum. I don't know what to do. Whether to to, to boycott Goya as a as a as a as a matter of uh, as a matter of a principle, or you know, or do I you know take jobs away from Puerto Ricans? So I don't know. I, I'm in a weird fucking situation. I'm in a you know. I, I mean, I, there's I have more pressing issues <laughs> to deal with, like raising my daughter. But you know, I, you know, in the grander scheme of things, I also have other like, do I support Goya? Or do I boycott them? Um, I'm surprised you're not boycotting. <laughs> I mean, shit, I got their fucking products in my house, man. I mean, you know, I got my I got my adobo. I can't cook without adobo. But then again, you know, I, it doesn't have to be uh, Goya brand. I could just put any fucking adobo. A sazon, you know, I put a sazon on everything, you know, so after. By the way, I saw that you were trying to give uh, Durrell the recipe. It's kind of funny. Well, actually, no, Durrell was giving me the recipe. Yeah. Oh, was he? <laughs> What's the funny thing? And it's, I think, like, the funny thing, like, adobo, like, we make a joke. It, like, adobo is, like, it's an all around seasoning, you know what I'm saying? And it's got the salt, and it's got the pepper, and it's got the, the onion, you know, the garlic powder, and all the shit. But then it goes, like, turmeric. I'm like, what the fuck is turmeric? And cumin. What the fuck is cumin? Like, shit, now I have to go, <laughs> I have to go to Walmart. And like, you know, uh, turmeric. Okay, here's some turmeric. Okay, here's some cumin. And it's like, you know, like, it takes me two seconds to buy a, a, a thing of adobo. But there's, there's a, another big popular brand. It's one called Badia. B-A-D-I-A. So Badia makes, uh, adobo. So I don't, you know, it's not like I could, I can give, throw my money in their direction. Um, but like I said, I'm, 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 I'm stuck in the middle. I don't know if I should, Boycott them as a matter of principle, or understand that they employ hundreds of Puerto, hundreds if not thousands of Puerto Ricans. You know, do I, do I? I don't know where I go with that, but just you know, just throwing that out there. Um, and I don't. Have you watched? Uh, have you watched the Hamilton? I don't. Do you have Disney Plus? Um, I kind of watched it the yeah, other day. It, it, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's a you know big money project, and Disney Plus paid a lot of fucking money for it. Um. You know, it is kind of weird that it comes out now where it's, it's, cause you know, I don't, you know, Hamilton, like, you know, there's not, besides like the guy who plays like the King of England, there's not one other white person in the show. Like if the whole show was all, uh, blacks and Hispanics. And, um, it's funny to see that blacks and Hispanics are playing slave owners. <laughs> George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, uh, Jefferson, uh, you know, the, the, all these people that, and I'm I'm surprised they haven't used the word brown washing, <laughs> like, like you know, like when they got like Scarlett Johansson to play like uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell, or you know, where they like they call it white washing, where they take like a white actor that, that's typically Asian, or like when they had um, Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange when like uh, she was playing like the Ancient One, and the Ancient One in the comics was always an Asian guy, and then they got fucking Tilda Swinton, like a, a white female actress to fucking play him. Um, so you know they call that whitewashing. So now you got Alexander Hamilton and George Washington and Thomas Jefferson being played by <laughs> black and Hispanic actors. I'm, su- I'm surprised no one's brought up the term brownwashing, but it is kind of interesting. Like you know, in the times that we are right now with like the protests and stuff like that, and people that are fighting for their rights and fighting for freedom and fighting fighting for you know uh, for fighting against oppression. Are now being played by brown actors. I mean, not that he meant that on purpose, but it is kind of funny that, like, as Disney puts it out now, right? You know, when you got George Floyd fucking protests in the streets, and then Hamilton comes on, and you got brown actors who are playing slave owners, but it kind of puts like a an extra comment, you know, like it puts it makes it a special commentary about, you know, that that like it's kind of this weird 
ironic thing where but it, it kind of gives it more like a it gives it weight to the characters when it's like you know when a brown man is playing fucking george washington you know so just just throwing that out there i just had that on my notes um Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm still left leaning. You know, what I'm saying I'm not against. Oh, well, I was. I, I I I saw something, and I don't know if I saw it or for something. I don't know if I thought it up myself, or or you know the, the you know. And I've always been. I'm I'm, and I'll say that like I mentioned that you know I'm not a, I'm not for defunding the police. Uh, I'm for defending the police, <laughs> and I'm surprised that hasn't been like a big that hasn't becoming a that hasn't become a bigger uh 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 a. a, 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 a like a thing, like a a slogan, you know, defend the police. Because you know, I also I also don't want to be lumped in with fucking. I don't want to be lumped in with like fucking mega hat wearing assholes. But you know, what I'm saying like, yes, does the does the do police departments need a shake up, and do they need you know, um, do, do they need attrition, and do they need uh, tra- uh training, proper training, and stuff like that? Absolutely. Um, but you know, to defund the police is to defund the police is 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 a, is a stupid stupid fucking idea. Uh, you know, do we do, you put more money towards, um, you know, uh, yes, put money towards, uh, social programs and stuff like that, absolutely, but, you know, to, to, to take power, you know, to take away money from the police is like, you know, and of course, look, you know, we don't, cops don't need a fucking tank, you know, and they don't need, you know, now, that being said, okay, Okay, you don't need a, a second tank. <laughs> you know, they give them tactical gear, absolutely. But it's you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing the military has every year. They're so used to hitting that fucking budget that they end up buying shit that's like so. You know, when you have officers that are supposed to be community policing, dressed up like they're going to fucking war. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, they absolutely should have that equipment. But you know, um, they had that equipment. Okay, that the, you know, a bulletproof vest is a bulletproof vest, and that that'll last last you a couple of years. You know, I, you know, uh, they don't, you know, it's like the, like I said, it's that military thing where if they don't hit their budget every year, they lose their budget. You know, saying so, like you know, they end up getting these, they end up getting cops shit that look like you know they're going into a fucking war zone, and and maybe that maybe that money should be spent towards community programs and stuff like that. But you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to like I, you know. No, I, give I the cops all the protection what, what they I need, gonna... but you know, to say defund the police, like there's people who are actually out there who say like, yes, let's let's abolish the fucking police, let's get rid of them, let's have people come fucking police themselves, and I'm like, you you're living in a fucking fantasy world. This shit ain't gonna fucking happen. But go on, I'm sorry. So what? So I mean, I guess we haven't we didn't really talk about this on the last podcast. So you know. Obviously, I'm an intelligent person, so I do mm-hmm. research on things before I open my fucking mouth and look mm-hmm. like an idiot. Um, so when, when somebody says defund the police or dismantle the, the police department or uh, what's the other word I'm thinking? Um, whatever, whatever you're whatever you're using in this, the movement altogether is to um, try to make these police departments better and to make them and to take things away from them that they shouldn't be doing. And the, the funny thing is, is there are people that are hardcore like, no, 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 we're going to dismantle the police. No, you're not. Even Democrats are like, no, you're not. You're not doing that. Mm-mm. You're not going to be dismantling any police department. You're not going to be doing anything of the sort. You're going to, we're going to improve the police departments, yes, but we're not going to do that. Because here's the thing. Should police policemen be doing uh, mental health checks? No. That should be somebody that is trained in mental health. So 
while I agree that an officer should go with somebody, the, that mental health person should be in charge of that situation. And then if the cop needs to step in and probably use a taser, for example, in that kind of situation, yeah, step them in. Make them have them come step in, do their job, and, you know, it's done the proper way. Um you know, so basically what, what we're saying with this kind of movement is to take things away from the police department that they shouldn't be doing so they can concentrate on their actual jobs. Now, if we're talking about taking money away, I agree that if a department doesn't need something and they're just getting money for no reason, then, yeah, you can take it away. But in these troubled schools where these cops are obviously necessary – why are we removing them from from these high schools? There's a reason they were there in the first place. It wasn't to intimidate anybody. It was to keep the peace in those mm-hmm. schools. So now you're going to take all the police away from, uh, for example, like the football games that they were having at the high schools, which they probably won't have it this year. But you get what I'm saying, Chris? Like you go into that situation like there's – I don't know if you pay attention to the news here, but there every time that there's a football game over there – um, at East High School, for example, there's yeah. fights. There's fights, and the police have to come anyway. So why not have the police yeah. there? You know what I mean? I get, I get what we're trying to do. That some people are intimidated by the police, but we also have to do this in an intelligent way. What can we do that makes more sense? And what do we not need to do? What do we not need to take away? It just makes, it just, in my mind, makes more sense to do it that yeah. way. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and, and I think, you know, and by the way, that, that, that's nothing, this shouldn't have anything to do with race. This shouldn't have anything to do with, you know, I'm taking one side or the other. I'm just saying what it should be. And this is exactly what it should be. You know what I mean, Chris? Like, we should be doing these things because it makes sense. We should be doing these things in an intelligent way. Because here's the problem. These last couple weekends, Chris, we've had, we had what, six shootings in the last, last weekend. And we had like 16 over the July 4th mm-hmm. weekend. Like, people are emboldened now. People are like, I'm just going to go out and start doing shit now because the police can't do shit. Yeah. And that's wrong. So I just feel like we, we need to, we need to approach approach this in the appropriate way in an intelligent way and in a way that makes sense not just take money away from a department because people are bitching yeah. you know what i mean and that's that's where i think we're going to fail in this effort so and by the way i don't think i don't think democrats are going to um defund the police like trump's trying to make it out to be they're not going to defund the police they're going to make them better and that's what should that's what should happen you know and you know, the, the one example that I use all the time and this and, you know, I, I talk about this all the fucking time that, you know, people in the South think that it's just as racist up here in the North. Is there racism up here in the North? Yes. Is it anywhere near as bad down in the South? No. It's more of the silent racism. It, has it been a little bit more emboldened because Trump is president? Yeah. But at the end of the day, Chris, you know, like. It's better up here. There's a reason why the Atlanta PD comes up here and literally hires people to work down there for the Atlanta PD. There's a reason they do that. It's not because they just go, well, you know what? I think Rochester would be a great place to to get people. No, no, no. They do that because the people up here are trained properly to do their jobs. And that's just how it is. 
So, you know, let's approach this in the appropriate way. Let's do it the right way. And let's not overstep, not overstep, overthink what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is make the police departments better. If you take shit away from them that they actually need, you're not making the police departments better. You're making them worse. So let's do this in an intelligent way. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. And um, the, the, are you familiar with, at all with the band Great White? They're, I mean, yeah, I know the were, name. Because they were playing a show in West Warwick. I'm sorry, not West Warwick. And uh, in, in one of the Dakotas. I forgot if it was North Dakota or South Dakota. And uh, they had it's metal show, you know, heavy metal or, or glam glam rock from the 80s. Playing a show, no social distancing, no masks, no nothing. And, like, you know, I don't know if you remember Great White years ago, they were playing a show, and that's where I got the West Warwick. They were playing in Rhode Island years ago, and they were playing this little fucking tiny ass club, and they, they decided to have, like, pyrotechnics in the club, and the pirates, they ended up burning the fucking place to the ground where people got killed. And it's like weird that fucking Great White are now playing, <laughs> like they're playing a show without masks or something like that. Like, you know, after their fucking history with that with that fire in, in the club in, in Rhode Island, um, you know, they're they're really fucking hedging their bets by, by doing a show with like no masks and no so, no social distancing and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of being selfish in my opinion. Um, but uh, that's all I have with my notes, unless you had anything else. Uh, you wanted to talk about? No, uh, not really. Okay. Um, alright, so let's wrap this up. That's what she said. That's what she uh, said. Please visit, visit twostrangersonepodcast.com and .net for all things show related. Uh, if anything, you can, uh, if you have an iPhone, iPad, iPod, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, uh, just, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. If you don't have any of those devices, you could also uh, download us on your st- on an Android device. Just use uh, the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R. The Stitcher app for Android devices. If you don't have either, or if you want to go right to the source, you can uh, download the episodes individually or subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Uh, just go to SoundCloud and once again, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, on Stitcher, what I do, once again, it's been a while since, uh, you know, I've been working from home for a while, so I don't, I, like, I listen to podcasts, like, when I'm taking care of stuff around the house and stuff like that, uh, but what I would do, would, I, I used to put it on, uh, listen later and available offline, so, I mean, it would download it when you're in a Wi-Fi spot, so it doesn't kill your battery, doesn't kill your data plan, and, uh, I would listen to it when I was driving to work, when I had, when I was able to, when, when I had to drive to work, not anymore, um, but, uh, right. so all the podcasts worth listening to, you know, Kevin Smith's, uh, Smodcast, uh, I listen to this other one called, uh, The Weekly Planet, or Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast, all available on, all yeah, available right. on the Stitcher yeah, app. Right. Um, you know, and it's weird, like, you know, the, you know, the San Diego Comic Con, I think it's around this time, or we're getting very close to when would have been, San Diego Comic Con, and even though there was no official announcement, I mean, uh, fucking you know, New York Comic Con is obviously dead in the fucking water. You know, if if you know things are still crazy for San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying uh, nothing's gonna fucking change in the next month and a half or well, what is it? No, uh, July to August, August September, September. Yeah, nothing's gonna change in the next three months. So uh, 
you know, not to the point where uh, they're going to have Comic Con, and even then they would have there would be they'd, people would be arranging stuff now three months ahead of time. It was shit when they arranged shit six months ahead of time. Um, but you know, when I think of the Tsunami Faithful, because it's, it's the Tsunami Faithful that gets us into all those wonderful, wonderful venues and interviews during New York Comic Con, and so you know, it's sort of bumming me out that you know, on top of all the other shit. That's right. I'm I'm good at on my job. On top of all the other shit that's going on this year, you know, uh, world's coming to an end and and, and losing loved ones. Uh, yeah, there's also no fucking near Comic Con, which is like that was the one thing I fucking look forward to every year. Um, uh, we want your money. We need your money. But until then, until I set up a Patreon, which I will set up one day, I promise. I just I have so much on my fucking plate, and there's so much. You know, it's it's you know. Once I get my shit in order, I'll set up a Patreon, but uh, you could also uh, like and subscribe to our show on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, search for Two Streams on Podcast, like this episode in particular, like this page in particular, You know, share it on your page. Uh, it takes two seconds. It's totally free on whatever, whatever social media uh, that you use. You can just share us and say, hey, listen to these guys. They're pretty funny. And, you know, and... Spread the word. I mean, if you can't even if you can't give us a dime, you can just share the podcast. Uh, if you want to write to us, which I'm once again I'm really surprised. Uh, Long term uh, fan uh, uh, Oscar has not written in, and I had said you know before the episode I'm like maybe he's pulling the classy move and he's and he's like not going to kick me when I'm down. And Paul's like don't give him that much credit. <laughs> uh, you know uh, I'm really surprised because I like I said he's he's written in the past how like he hated that episode with Layla. And stuff like that. So I don't know if he's if he's being classy by not writing in, or he's not just not listening anymore. Uh, but if you want to write in like Oscar used to, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail All spelled out two strangers one podcast at gmail uh, We're on Twitter at stranger podcast. Uh, so if you want to tweet at us, I I so rarely check it. I, that's my fault. And you, it's, you, I'll I'll know because when I check the email for Oscar, then I also the emails will also let me know what Twitter activity we have. Um, and if you go on SoundCloud, uh, the episodes only go back about two or three years. Uh, you can go back and catch all eight years worth of the podcast. Uh, all the other, any episodes that's not on SoundCloud will be on YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. And on there, you can find links to my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. You can find links to my music that I have made under my, my pseudonym, XLNYC. Um, and all the, and once again, like five years worth of podcasts are all available on YouTube. Just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. And that's all I can think of. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. So you can find us. You can find me, I should say, on Twitter at PulpScrillo. You can email me, PulpScrillo, at TunamiFaithful.com. And uh, if you are part of the Discord, the Tsunami Faithful Discord, you can, uh, yeah, you can uh, find us. Find us there. Find me there at PulpScrillo. I'm losing my mind. It's, yeah, it's, it's that late, late at night. So, um. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening as much fun as we did recording. Uh, thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Uh, don't be a stranger. Peace. Bye. Peace. You should be fapping. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure God. I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I, like I it. can see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. 
No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.